Yo, it's a nice day today. <laughs> what? What is happening? Somebody record this for you? Yes. <laughs> when you're is in it? Discord? <laughs> <laughs> On the edge? It's true. Discord spam. Mm -hmm. Discord spam. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 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 Just amazing. Yeah. Shout out to the community. Quite a, for that. Quite a mood here. I feel like you're going to have to say some names here, Will, because you get get some. You got to put some respect on it, you know? Yeah. Who's Shout that? Shout out to Daniel. Daniel. From Discord. Daniel from Discord. Yeah. Uh, laying down really a timeless track. Because when you started playing it, I was like, oh, you got some <laughs> old folk tunes going here. <laughs> no. No, not old at all. In fact, very new. Uh, very Discord. Shout out to the community, as always, mm. with the uh, constantly inspiring Mm-hmm. And surprising. Yeah. It's very nice. Yeah, go go check them out on Discord if you haven't yet. How about this for a trend, ladies and gentlemen? The viral trend called Healthy Coke. Mm. Experts have now issued a warning around consuming this drink known as Healthy Coke. What makes it healthy? Nothing. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> I guess somebody on TikTok uh, was looking for a way around the downsides of drinking Coke and still wanted to participate in a way. Okay. And so they came up with the idea of mixing carbonated beverage, carbonated water drink. Mm. This. Moe's pointing at a can. With ice and balsamic vinegar. Go ahead, Mo. <laughs> And apparently, this is all the rage. Apparently, this actually tastes good. Now, balsamic is a bit interesting. It's got a little bite to it. It is sweet. Mm. But obviously, it's a vinegar as well. So, but it's the sugar content is not on the level of uh, Coca-Cola. No. So, all you need is carbonated water and balsamic vinegar. That's right. We're going to be trying it out here on the show very soon. Okay. Balsamic vinaigrette and sparkling water will give you healthy Coke. But now the experts have come out and said, there ain't nothing healthy about it. Really? Nothing? The experts have come out and said, uh, quick tip here. You're drinking vinegar. <laughs> and your teeth are very upset about that. And you're going to need to come see a dentist now. Mm. Because you're drinking vinegar. Now, I was sitting there thinking, well, yeah, of course. Straw? Look at this. Look at these reactions. They're all women. <laughs> look at these reactions. Well, they want, they want the healthy Coke. I want to try it. And look at the, look at the, just look at the, the expert. Doctor. Here comes the expert. Here you can see the teeth of the healthy Coke. <laughs> He's got an x-ray. They drank the healthy Coke, and now they're paying the price with dental implants. Having both balsamic vinegar, which is highly acidic, and having soda water, which is also acidic. A lot of people don't know that. 
two very acidic things together, not great for your teeth, particularly in drink form. You know, Mo, you might eat a balsamic vinaigrette, got a couple leafy greens in there, you chew, the saliva goes, mm -hmm. you don't swoosh around. Right. It's not on the enamels and such. It's not staying. The healthy Coke, on the other hand, you're drinking, it's sitting. What does this teach us in general? Uh, maybe uh, uh, be skeptical of the latest TikTok trends. Maybe take a moment, uh, step back and think to yourself, hmm, there might be some downside. Maybe I'll wait and see mm -hmm. uh, how the chips fall, mm -hmm. lay on the table. Uh, or just give it a crack. I don't know. <laughs> it's up to you. They're your teeth and it's your Coke at the end of the day. But it is kind of to call to say it's healthy Coke. You see, that could be the problem there. And that's probably why dentists Vinegar. have gotten even more irate because they say, well, the implication here is that you've that found some magical drink mm -hmm. that you should. It's healthy. So you should be having it every. I'm sure if you had a, a limited amount of it, it'd be just fine. Yeah. But if you. If you turn healthy Coke into your daily beverage, if you skip your uh, your other ones because you think that you, you're golden here, you can have an unlimited amount, mm -hmm. you're dead. Go ahead. Next one, Will. What do you got? Oh, Nike is the latest brand to leave Russia permanently. And I'm reading these headlines now, and I'm like, wait a sec. Nike's still there. We, what took Nike so long to have a chat? Oh, Everybody else was right away, and McDonald's was kind of, uh, McDonald's was, do we have to? Mm -hmm. And then they're paying the employees, and it was all a bit squirrely, and then they said, you know what? We're out. And uh, uh, Nike's taking a little bit longer. Nike's announced plans to leave Russia, becoming the latest Western brand to quit the country since the invasion of Ukraine in February, halted online orders, and closed the stores it owned in the country. In March. Oh, I see. So it did back in March. To be clear, let's be clear. However, in the resale market, retailers are going to have stock. They're going to mm -hmm. still be able to order things from warehouses. They're not completely out of the country. Shops run by local partners continue to operate. But now the firm is winding down those agreements, leaving them hanging them out to dry. Well, like a pair of Nike track pants. <laughs> okay. Networking giant Cisco also said it would start to fully wind down operations in Russia and Belarus. We talked about McDonald's. We talked about Starbucks. Nike has made the decision to leave the Russian marketplace. The company said in a statement, our priority is to ensure that we are fully supporting our employees while we responsibly scale down our operations over the coming months. Russia has grown increasingly economically isolated since the invasion as the West and allies impose sanctions and international companies head for the exits. Well, you can add Nike to it officially and completely now. Uh, Russian media reported that the company was ending its agreement with the largest franchisee in Russia, which had 37 stores. So there you go. <clears throat> it's not a big deal for Nike, on the other hand, if you're one of these investor types, because it only represents about 1% of their revenue, which mm -hmm. is actually kind of surprising. Disclosed that Russia and Ukraine together accounted for less than 1% of the company's revenue. That means they got a lot of revenue, and it means that most of it ain't coming from there. So they're not... Mm -hmm. too worried about it their stocks up too mark cuban stuff a little bit more detail here on that low-cost prescription drug company this is one of those ones where 
and we talked about it here in the show in the past, but it's one of those ones where you're not sure how to feel about it right at first. You're like, ah, Mark Cuban, mm -hmm. billionaires. When's the last time a billionaire did something nice? <laughs> knocked on your door. <laughs> When's the last time a billionaire knocked on your door? Mo's like actually yesterday. I was, yeah. I was having uh, tea with Elon. <laughs> I was like, really? Tea. I mean, you should have done it here on the show. Right. No, no, no. We were discussing uh, Twitter buy. But here's the thing. It seems completely legit. This uh, cost plus company mm -hmm. came with this transparent concept of just 15%. That's it. 15%. That's all we want. Yeah. Uh, it's like a, a partnership type thing. Like it's like a commission. It's like, here's how much we want to make. Mm -hmm. And everything comes down from there. We're going to negotiate our deals. We're going to negotiate based on bulk. Mm-hmm. We got deep pockets, so we can do it. We got leverage, so we can do it. And this is when you start to look at the marketplace and say to yourself, why the hell didn't this happen sooner? Why didn't anybody else think of this? Where the hell were you? Because people are suffering with this stuff, and you see these bizarre models where, I mean, I'm watching TikTok over here, mm -hmm. which is already a problem. For you, But yeah. I'm just clicking on, no, I'm not really watching. I'm clicking on these links because people uh -huh. are saying, I was paying this for this. Mm-hmm. 50 a hundred dollars it goes down to nine dollars and you start to look at the way the markups work and you go to your and you say if the person who has insurance was to go through insurance they would pay this other fee mm -hmm. it's cheaper for them to just ignore their insurance and let the marketplace take care of them yeah but that seems wait what are you talking about well how does that all work well it's because it's because it's because this is once you deal. have no once you have a model in place and the two parties are aligned. In other words, the insurance company needs the high price in order to charge the high premiums. They need a, a price to which you would be scared of so that mm -hmm. you would then obviously uh, pay for the insurance. Right, yeah. If you don't have high drug costs, well, who cares? It's $9 yeah. for your prescription. Sure. You just, I can't afford that. Yeah. It's the the, the, the fear of uh, 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 landing yourself into... Um, some kind of ailment that requires a long-term prescription that's going to bury you. Exactly. That has been marked up at such a high rate that... So the insurance companies must hate this guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they do. Got a target on his back, but he also, you open Pandora's box and everybody's like, oh, this can be done. Yeah. Uh, and there's all kinds of examples in this article. Basic structure of Cubans companies that they buy high-demand drugs, and it's not all drugs yet, by the way. They want to expand, but they need these bulk deals to get those prices down. Then they're able to sell them at only 15% markup, which can save patients anywhere from a couple of bucks to several thousand dollars from their prescription med medications. Every Here's a quote from uh, Cuban. Every product we sell is priced exactly the same way. Our cost plus 15% plus the pharmacy fee, if there is any. When you get your medicine from Cost Plus Drug Co., you'll always know exactly how we arrived at the price they show. It's completely transparent how they wow. got there. Wow. And so I'm going through and all over social media, people are like it's completely legit. They're showing their packages. They're showing their prices. They're saying now I'm getting my life-saving seizure medication and I can actually afford it. Which is amazing. 90 count for 30 bucks. 90 tablets for 30 bucks. These things could have been 300 or mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's a, uh, I mean, if you're a person who in the U.S. who's taking a medication long-term, it's a popular medication. I mean, you have to kind of check this out. Yeah. Here's a person says, I just found a three month supply of the antidepressants I take for twenty eight twenty, saving me nine hundred and thirty dollars over the same span. Oh 
I mean, like it's just like orders of magnitude. It's not even the different. same world anymore. It's orders of magnitude. My medication is $90 for a bottle of 30 pills without insurance. With insurance, it is $21.49. That's $257.88 I'd spend if I don't meet my high deductible. I just went to Mark Cuban's website to check out of curiosity. I get 90 pills for $7.50. <laughs> I mean, what is this? Totally disrupts everything. Yeah. This is a massive game changer. Totally disrupts everything. And so it seems completely legit at the moment. I mean, obviously, I haven't... I don't take any long-term medications. I and, I and I don't think we can get it shipped to Canada anyway, even if I did. But... There's uh, some clips of, like, birth control as well, Look at this. Right? Here's a leukemia medication. R uh, retail price was marked up 17,700%. Oh, man. Look at the retail price versus what Cuban's able to get it for. It's just... It's nutty. It's crazy. It's a, a margin like no other. And it's, it's, and it's a recurring cost. That's the other thing. It's not a one-time deal that you pay some tremendous margin. It's actually kind of like really gross to see behind, behind that number what the real number is. Yeah, and you know, the other thing too is if you don't have the market do it, and let's say you get the government, like here we have... Uh, healthcare. Healthcare. But if you get the government to do it, who's doing these negotiations? Mm -hmm. What leverage do they have? Like they right. go the drug company charges them what they want to charge. And the government goes, oh, I guess that's the price. Yeah. Because the consumer's not making the deal. You just show up and get the bottle and move on with your life. Yeah. It, like what Cuban's doing is driving prices down across the board mm -hmm. through this, this particular business. So we got to wait and see. Obviously, I don't, like I said, have personal experience with it, but there's plenty of examples in this particular uh, article of people who have, like it's like, like life changing for them. I totally so. agree. The God... <laughs> it's daily dot dot com. I don't know. It's like a sub hmm. uh, site, a sub site, interesting of some kind. <clears throat> I, I think is it like good news or something? I, I think is it an acronym? It, since you've now pointed that out, well, uh, the God Pod. I mean, I don't think it's religious because of the headlines. Oh, they do have a podcast. Yeah, I know. Oh. There's probably like an about at the bottom of what it actually is. I don't I don't know what it is. Nope. Infinite scroll. Right. Pro on. Probably under the yeah, mo yes, please. <laughs> Unnecess <on>. Unnecessary. <laughs> FDA orders uh, speaking of health related topics, the FDA has ordered Juul e-cigarettes and vaping products to be taken off the US market. Uh at one time their share of the vaping market was 75%. Yeah, it was huge. Holy moly, imagine owning 75% of any market. Mm -hmm. Any, any, any market. The flea market. <laughs> I own 75%. Yeah. They're like, that's impressive. Very lucrative. That's quite a market. 75%. Now, I remember when the controversy first started, Roundup methods of advertising, different claims and mm -hmm. things like this. The fruity flavors and whatnot. The targeting of the youth and mm -hmm. so forth. Uh, but, you know, what's interesting, I mean, they, they kind of became the name and took the brunt of the criticism but this stuff you can there's so many generic versions right and yeah stores that popped up and so forth and they just bore the brunt of the backlash because they had this name and these colorful ads and young people and people were smelling cigarettes all over again mm -hmm. when you see you can't have happy young people smoking anything <laughs> i don't know if you knew that you do that, and you're going to get some attention down at 
Congress or mm -hmm. wherever, mm -hmm. not FDA. Uh, but it looks like it's official now. I think there were different, it went from like criticism to restrictions to see you later. Sayonara. Mm -hmm. U.S. F Food and Drug Administration announced Thursday it's taking Juul Labs e-cigarettes and other products off the market. Comes out the federal health agency completed a nearly two-year review of the manufacturer's application to sell its vaping device and tobacco and menthol-flavored pods. Today's action is further progress on the FDA's commitment to ensuring that all e-cigarette and electronic nicotine delivery system products currently being marketed to consumers meet our public health standards. The agency has dedicated significant resources to review products from the companies that account for most of the U.S. market. We recognize that these make up a significant part of available products, and many have played a disproportionate role in the rise in youth vaping. Now, this company was evaluated like a billion dollars at one time. It was just a ballooning mm -hmm. because of its success and because of the vaping takeover and the reoccurring purchases that's right because you got to buy new pots it's kind of like the drug companies we were just exactly. talking about yeah talking about recurring <clears throat> payments uh, but it doesn't matter at this point everybody's bailing out everybody's running for the i'm sure they're going to fight it a little bit but yeah i mean as you can see there's whoa go back to that they limited look at that head. look whoa. at that banner look at the banner this is the Canadian website. Still. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter. I don't think you can get all flavors here in Canada anymore. They've uh, limited it a long time they're ago. They're like, hey, that one tastes too good. Yeah. yeah. No, seriously. that's That mango? That, you can't have that mango. Yeah. Mango passion fruit. Yeah, you can't, can't have that mango. So, uh, anyway. When I used to jewel, I was real bummed about that. But. And I don't know, man. I don't know. You want people to make their own choices, but obviously young people, it's a different story. Yeah. And uh, you can see even their site, like everything kind of shut it's down. No color. And, and uh, you know, it went from zero to 100 real quick. <laughs> Look at you. Right? Quoting an old drink. And I'm starting to feel that way about gambling too. And I'm not going to mm -hmm. go into it right now, but I'm starting to feel that way about gambling too because I'm seeing so much content promoting gambling at this point. And yeah. I'm like, man, Something's I, I feel like something's going to happen. I don't know what. But one of these regulatory bodies and, and, and the youth audiences and things that are potentially going to struggle with this. And I'm not one of these people. I'm not trying to ban things. I just think it's curious when something is disproportionately taking off and just like taking over. Mm -hmm. So next. Uh, Netflix is getting backlash because Emma Thompson is going to wear a fat suit for her role as Miss Trunchbull in the upcoming movie. So you have some uh, controversy. The original Matilda movie mm -hmm. is uh, like a classic. Okay, I haven't seen it. You don't see these Matilda movies? No, I know who you're talking about, but I haven't seen it. Uh, I haven't seen them either. Well, it's like, I don't know, when you're a like kid. Like a feel good? No, 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 no. They're not? No, it's like a... She's oh. an orphan, right? It's kind of dark, actually. Is yeah. it? For oh. a kid's movie. I had no idea. It's kind of dark for a kid's movie. The original one. Pull up the IMDb. You can pull up an IMDb if you like. <laughs> but they're going to do a remake, I guess. And okay. Emma Thompson, a world-famous uh, actress here, is going to... That's who she's going to be. That's who in the original mm -hmm. movie was. Right. The mean lady. Miss Turnbull, who runs the school. <laughs> who runs the school. And she's strict with it? Oh, what do you think, Mo? <laughs> Take a look. What do you think is going to happen here? I'll tell you She's what, the and the girl, the girl, the uh, Matilda girl is so nice, so adorable, and 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 and, uh, mm -hmm. and everybody's so mean. Anyway, 
no spoilers here, but but people are are pissed on social media. That's what she looks like. The new. I uh, suppose these are the images of what the new one would look like, and people are upset on social media. And if Will can just go back, he can. I can read for you some of the criticisms of the idea of anybody wearing a fat suit anymore. Uh, scroll down so we have the actual tweets here. Uh, it has been really disappointing to see Emma Thompson put on a fat suit for this role. I've always loved her work, but this is just so gross. So we, we have, we're going to have more. Keep, keep scrolling. Keep, scro- keep scrolling. Oh, well, there was like a whole list. What's wrong with your browser here? Okay, let me... Uh, What's wrong with your browser? Oh, first. God. What are we doing here? What kind of show is this? There we go. Yeah, and I want to see the actual beautiful. This is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to break it down for people. What's going on in the world? Okay. Uh, here's another one. I can't believe someone would agree to put a thin person into a costume for Matilda the Musical. The original was already fat phobic enough, but now they put Emma Thompson in a fat suit. Keep going, Will. Stop this. Another actor in a fat suit coming to a movie near you. There are fat people who can act. Cast them if the role is for a fat character. Ugh, ugh, ugh. Me, when someone says it's completely fine for an actor to wear a fat suit. When the character's shape has no direct link to the story being told. Not today. And then we have the alternative, which is, oh, do shut up. (laughs) (laughs) It's perfectly fine and funny for male actors to wear fat suits, like Chris Hemsworth as Fat Thor, Eddie Murphy and the Nutty Professor, or Norbit. But as soon as a female actress puts on a fat suit, it's problematic and dehumanizing. Get out! So that sums up the conversation on Twitter. Uh, it seemed like there was a, I don't know what the ratio was of criticism versus, oh, shut up. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know that, they, you know, I, I find these things out. Like, first of all, I didn't know there was a Matilda reboot going on. Which is cool. Secondly, I suppose the fatness of uh, Miss Turnbull, I guess, is open to interpret. Like, I don't know, was this a book before? But, like... They're saying, hey, it's not imperative that the mean Turnbull has to be fat. Like, Or if you want him to be fat, then it should be a fat actress, no fat suit. So it's a no fat suit thing. Hmm. And then I hadn't given it much thought, the no fat suit, because I feel like I don't really see them that much. I'm, I'm trying to remember the other one. You had the fat suit in... Uh, uh, Christian Bale in uh, Hustler? Well, you had fat suits, haven't you? Yeah. You've had oh, fat um, suits. Batman, Penguin. You've had fat oh, right. suits. Yeah, when you bro. say you've had fat suits, would you say? <laughs> yeah, we bro? have. Uh, uh, yes, it was. Yeah. What about the guy, Mike Myers, uh, Austin, Austin Powers? Powers. Well, Powers there must have yeah. been fat suits over there. Mm-hmm. However, uh, we just named guys right now. But you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Is Are there no female fat suit that's ever been attempted? I'm sure there is. We just, it's not coming to mind. Or maybe there isn't. I don't know. So, uh, fat suit or is it fine or not fine i think it's fine like their job is to act like to pretend as if they are fat and if they're really good at it then entertain me and do the thing also i I think it's fine that she's fat like as far as her character because this is a remake the whole point of a remake is to have the nostalgic feeling again and if you're having the nostalgic feeling again you want it to be as close as the original I'm a little uh, heated about this one. <laughs> um, I 
Oh, I agree with Mo. Here we go. I yes. think uh, a fat suit is considered um, prosthetics that you would put in potentially like this character. Maybe she's just the person to play this part. And if they need to do some sort of prosthetics, I don't really see a problem with it. But I mean, they show up to the audition. She just knocks out of the park. She, yeah. They're like, that's Turnbull right that's there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're like, you nailed it right there. We're going to take you regardless. But then how important is it that that character is fat in the first place? Can, why can't she play it her regular self? That's the only thing I'm wondering. Maybe yeah. it's not important, but again, as far as the, the way I see remakes is that you gotta you gotta re- match what the original was. Not fully perfectly, but bring give me the nostalgic feeling, which is yeah. why I'm watching it again. Is she that fat in this photo? Well, she had to wear a suit to get to that level for her. Mm. So, like, there's a suit under there. Yeah. So, yeah. all right. Next up. Next up. Uh, speaking of Netflix, maybe they're. Uh, Maybe this is the reason why they're having trouble right now. I don't know, but uh, it's probably not. There's other reasons, but they just fired an, or laid off 300 more employees. That's not nothing. 300 is a big number. Uh, there's been declining subscriber figures. There's been increasing costs. And they just come out straight up and say, like, this is a consequence of the changing market. The layoffs, which represent roughly 3% of Netflix's staff, mostly affected the firm's U.S. and Canada staff but it also hit teams elsewhere. Today, we sadly let go of around 300 employees, a Netflix spokesperson said in a statement. While we continue to invest significantly in the business, we made these adjustments so that our costs are growing in line with our slower revenue growth. It's funny, isn't it? It's not we're losing money. It's slower revenue growth, which in the market, you might as well be losing money mm-hmm. because it's like, wait a second, why is your revenue slowing, slowing down. down? Yeah. The company in May slashed 150 full-time employees across a variety of units shortly after reporting a loss of 200,000 subscribers in the most recent quarter. In addition, Netflix let go of dozens of contractors, some of whom worked on social media accounts to promote the company's diverse uh, programming. Now they got people pissed at their Matilda remake. So look at that. I'm going to have to fire another. No, all joking aside, <laughs> uh, Netflix. the Netflix shrug- struggle has been covered here on this channel and elsewhere. And for me, it's mostly about bigger picture stuff competitive marketplace particularly for content mm-hmm. limited amount of time the end of covid just changing habits i don't know my habits are changing my habits have changed i'm not booting up you guys are not booting up as much i don't even know what i'm watching anymore i don't know what's going on anymore mm. i i i look at my screens and i don't know what i'm doing still youtube though right well youtube here and there but an all-time <laughs> low i would say okay I mean, YouTube here and there, but I'm, I told you this, Will, I've told Mo this, I'm in the world, I'm out there, man. I just, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Maybe co- maybe it's COVID. Maybe I just had to get out in the world. Uh, spare time. I'm not working, I'm out there. I yep. just, it's not like hours on end of content for me. No, it's good to get out there. It's not hours of content on end for me, mm-hmm. specifically. I know it still is. Obviously for people, you still see views and things like this, and I know that there are some things that, are, that I will still interact with that are important to me, but it's just, maybe it's fewer things than it has been in the past, mm. where you can really zero in on the things uh-huh. that are re- reliable to you. So with that being said, do you think that uh, Netflix, with, with all these options, there should be a few uh, mergers and acquisitions? Like, if you don't have time to check all these places... Yeah, but I don't think I'm even necessarily 
seeing it in that way where it's annoying for me to have for all the streaming services i know that argument like mm-hmm. it is real too but it's more just my availability to interact with all with any of these content products mm-hmm. it's you have limited time man it, 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 limited time opportunity i don't particularly for long form I don't know. Uh, and and you're, you're right. It is a fragmentation effect where mm-hmm. I think Netflix in the past has benefited greatly from like hit shows that everybody you know has seen. Stranger Things or... Um, Whatever. I brought up Making a Murderer the other day too. Right, and yeah. I just bring that up to people like assuming that everyone has seen it. Right. But that keeps going down and down, shared experiences. And I know obviously fragmentation and multiple streaming services is part of it. But the other big part of it is just the sheer amount of content across mm-hmm. platforms, mm-hmm. the number of uploads across platforms, Dude. and the li- the likelihood of us bumping into similar things goes down, yeah. the gr- greater the amount goes up. And more often than not, now I'm trying to uncover something that 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 for sure I shouldn't be looking for. Do you know what I'm saying? Like for sure is not a, a share a potential shared experience where I can go to somebody and say, "Have you seen that?" Mm-hmm. They're gonna be like, "No, what the hell are you watching?" Yeah, but I know the stuff that you send me, I appreciate even more because it's such fringe content. Yeah, and it's, cool. I, I, it's only yeah because it's not being served up to you. Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. I would be only fringe now. Mm-hmm. You're Mister Fringe. <laughs> fringe only from now on. Yeah. I think that's what it I is. I like it. That's oh, good. then that's what it is. I feel I like know. a lot of people are like that too. Because remember, like even a couple of years ago, I'm gonna say Game of Thrones, but everyone was watching it. Right. I had mm-hmm. to throw that in there. But yeah, no, because they're doing another dragon something or other. Yeah. There's a dragon House going. Of dragons. On. Yeah, everybody's riding dragons, dragons because the thing he loves the dragons as well. Yeah. And but you're. It, but it was is, shared. It is a bit unfortunate. Like for the record, I know I'm saying fringe this and that, but it is a bit sad that there are so few shared experiences now where you can't say hey did you see the thing last night topic of conversation mm. connect with other people yeah and i i witnessed whatever it was now you got the weather and that's about it like hey it's hot out and then that's it dead death you have nothing else you can discuss that is a shared experience mm. other than the heat you're feeling mm-hmm. but particularly as you expand that graph now this is unless you're insanely uh, uh uh, share, shareable in which case you you force everybody else to watch the things that you watch you know you're one of these people you you, you know what i'm saying some people are like yeah. that are you they, calling me out no i, I okay. just some people are like that like you gotta watch this or you gotta yeah. watch that you see someone who is like jack of all trades that it, just kind of touches on every little thing you gotta watch this what are you watching right now say like, I, I don't know it's like identity uh making what you watch is your identity. Yeah, yeah. You are what you eat. You are what you eat. Next, next, next. Uh, oh, what a crazy moment this was. Anita Alvarez, American artistic swimmer, lost consciousness while performing a solo routine oh. in the pool in Budapest. This is some crazy images. Some of the craziest images. Her coach goes down there to pull her out as she's fully passed out the bottom of the pool. And you imagine those moments like every second, every counts in this case yes yes and and being able to recognize quickly this person has fainted underwater and yes you can faint underwater you got a pool in your backyard mo i do that's why you don't go out there alone 
I do. <laughs> like you but gotta maybe go, not anymore. You go out with somebody, Mo. <laughs> yeah. You go swimming with somebody. What about Kovu? No, he... I just Would go, he save you, you think? No, God, no. <laughs> oh, no. No, no. He probably wouldn't realize. Oh. He would bark, no? Uh, if he knew... It no, would take him in, too long. It would take too long. He He will just, like, patrol the pool. This is a oh. split-second situation right here, guys. Uh, life and death situation. They got her up so quickly. You can see these images. It's wow. really amazing moment between coach and athlete here. Like these are some cr like wild images that are captured for life now. Mm -hmm. Do we know why she fainted or? Oh, I mean, uh, just a hundred different reasons. Well, it, it can happen. Mm -hmm. Big moment like that. High pressure situation. Oh my goodness. And she's fine though, right? Maybe, maybe little some nerves didn't feel like eating. Uh, pressure change, maybe I don't know. Down there at the bottom of the thing, mm -hmm. Fuentes, that's the coach, was hailed for quick thinking, but she knew what to do because she had done it before. At an Olympic qualifying event last year in Spain, Alvarez similarly lost consciousness at the end of a routine. Oh. Second time. Does this happen a lot? As she did on Wednesday, Fuentes dived into the pool fully clothed and with Schroeder's help pulled Alvarez back above the water. On Wednesday, Fuentes, dressed in shorts and a t-shirt, saved Alvarez again. After returning Alvarez to the pool deck where she received medical treatment and was placed on a stretcher, Fuentes told reporters that Alvarez was fine and that she would be reevaluated after some rest. Wow. Alvarez, two-time Olympian, finished seventh in the solo free event on Wednesday. At the 2016 Rio Games, she finished ninth in the duet event, and she placed 13th in the competition uh, Tokyo Games last summer in Japan. Dude, her commitment to compete still with fainting twice. Terrifying. Terrifying. You imagine you wake up, what happened? Yeah. Well. You and still competing. Passed out. At, I mean, these are some very incredible images, and uh, you Powerful. hope for the, uh, the full recovery and the ability to compete. But, yeah, you're right, Will. That's... Uh, Water, you got to think about it, man. Mm -hmm. You got to, well, certainly when you're competing in it, but even if you're Mo going out there, yeah. middle of the night by himself, <laughs> unbelievable stuff. Skinny over dipping? Yes. <laughs> A North Texas school district is banning hoodies and mm -hmm. limiting dress dresses and skirts. Oh, man. Why? Why? The school district the published a statement and video saying the new dress code will help students build self-esteem and work on professionalism for the workforce. I, they put out a YouTube video explaining really what's going on with the girls. They're cutting the skirts at like, like grade four or something. So any older girls are not allowed to have, have those type of clothing. Right. And then I guess the hoodies is for everybody. And I was thinking like, okay, I guess I get, I mean, they, they, they did this video. They made this girl stand in it and be like, I'm preparing for my career. And like, it was like a mm -hmm. promo. For their new dress code, back to the back for the future dress code. Future back, back for the future. But then I was like, why don't you just do um, a uniform, uniform at that point? Yeah. Once you start, uh, once you start restricting the items. And is this a high school? This is a high school or elementary? What's? I believe it's an elementary. Okay. I mean, uh, did they say the age groups? Oh man. <clears throat> elementary and they're worried about their career here's the here's the uh, what, what the, one of the things they say in the video every profession has a dress code whether it's scrubs a welding helmet or a chef's apron yeah and here it's a hoodie here it's a hoodie <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Anybody who wants to keep wearing a hoodie will hire you right now, right? <laughs> no, uh, I don't know. I was I was thinking that possibly the the, the hoodie thing is not what we think it is. Like it's some kind of uh, do, no, like bad kids type. Of no, thing? no, no, no. I'm saying does does a, does a person like put the, keep the hood on their head and try to subvert like try mm -hmm. to cover their face and identity. Like, and, and like I, I don't know, I, I can't figure out the hoodie one. I, I was just trying to think of why. Oh, maybe they're wearing be... their earpods in class and they put their hoodie on so they can't see. I don't know. I don't really know how kids are using the hoodie these days to cause problems. I really don't know. This would eliminate like sixty percent of my outfits. <laughs> <laughs> if you said I couldn't wear a hoodie, <laughs> I'd be. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. I think it's obviously a controversial move. There's definitely going to be some people that are not super happy about it. Um, but like I said, I guess it comes to that conversation around, like they're they're saying build self-esteem and professionalism. So is that, that they're trying to imply that self-esteem have been hurt by uh, choices as far as outfits. Mm. And I guess they're trying to also signal that it will be too hard to build professionalism later or something like this once these type of things are mandated. But like I said, at that point, like one of the uniforms are weird, obviously. Yes, even though I we, agree. Even though we all kind of wear them. Especially when it gets really hot. Even though we all kind of wear them. Like everybody got has their uniform. Oh, you're talking about like someone's style? Well, I just, what I mean to say is people try to fit in regardless you tell them you tell them uh be individual don't wear a uniform and they all show up wearing sharing seven items okay i see what you're saying uh, have you ever been to school before <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah everyone's got jordan's on <laughs> <laughs> you just picked your uniform uh -huh. you acted like it was completely unique but you kind of mm -hmm. picked your uniform and trust me i did it too like we well, all we all did it mm-hmm Want that wanting to fit in, but I don't know. I mean, it still does feel it is it is weird because you know how it's going to get used, and that's really the problem with it. It's not the idea necessarily, but how it gets implemented. Now you start harassing certain kids, and you go take that off, and now mm -hmm. I don't want to, and it's my championship hoodie, or what. And now you got a problem where there never was one before. You have another thing to enforce, which. Is it really worth it? Is it really worth the uh, potential fallout, the the negativity that's then going to be applied? Like, could you were you allowed to wear hats in school in elementary school? I don't think so, right? No, no. That's another example. And then you would be wearing it in the hall, and some teacher would use an opportunity to be like, mm -hmm. "Get that off your," and you'd be like, mm -hmm. "We don't have to be like that." Yeah, with each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, things are escalating mm -hmm. that are really relatively insignificant. Now, the argument against it is, well, you let that one thing go. Guess what's next? Mm -hmm. The gateway. The hat is the gateway. Or the hoodie is the gateway. Or whatever else. Anyway. But schools sell hoodies of, like, their team and stuff. Not this one. I guess not. Not that one. Okay, we're dead. Next up. Oh, here's another one. Uh, I don't know controversial conflicted as far as feelings are concerned here you have an employee at burger king 
who was working there for 27 years. This clip was going viral. I guess it was a couple days ago. And he was gifted a goodie bag for 27 years of work at Burger King. Apparently, he never missed a day. Wow. And he posted, there's this post of him kind of taking the things out of the bag and saying, you can play it, saying he's so uh, thankful. Play it with the, with the audio. A movie ticket. Thank you very much. Movie ticket. And I also got a bag of Reese's. Bag of Reese's. A Starbucks glass cup. Like a lanyard. A lanyard. Two pens. Two pens. A couple of keychains. Keychains, I think. Yep. Lifesavers. So it's good to show what they, you know, their appreciation for for loyalty and for all you've done for the company. This is my work for work. Okay, pause it. So I want this guy to be my friend because that's the easiest guy to buy gifts for. <laughs> Couple of lifesavers. How is he so happy about this? He's so genuinely like, thanks. Oh. No? Am I alone here? You guys didn't feel the same way as I did? <laughs> this has been... Go on. <laughs> no, this, there's been quite a reaction to this on social media. Mm-hmm. Right. This isn't the only place that published it, this particular clip. And the reaction is basically negative towards the company. It's basically, okay. how dare you well, give him this after 27 years? It's not taking into account his level of appreciation at all. It's simply saying he doesn't, that he should not be appreciative of this. I like that he's really appreciative. <laughs> but yeah, I can see how people go are... ahead, scroll down, scroll down, Will, and I'll show you what I'm talking about. I wouldn't want to raise after all those years. Not so, I would want to raise after all those years. Not some makeshift gift bag. Did he not get a raise? We don't know this. You'll retire after 30 plus years and they'll give you a card saying, thanks for all your hard work, mate. All the best. And a box of chocolates. Get the hell out of here. Multiple skull emojis. Mm. Here's somebody who is with Mo who says, this is what you call humble. Why is everyone else complaining? This guy genuinely appreciates what little they gave him. Contrast to wanting more, more, more. Yes, they could have given him something better like a bonus. I agree. But hey, if he's happy, then that's all that matters. Somebody else replies, nah, 27 years to a company and they give you crumbs. People shouldn't be happy with the bare minimum. They give their life and health to a multi-billion dollar company. When they work harder than any of the multi-millionaire CEOs. It's a very aggravating clip for some people. Yeah. I think me and me and Will were talking about this, about like unions the other day and just how we feel about them and whatnot. And uh, Kurt brought up a point where he was just like, I think people like these days have seen their parents get screwed over by certain companies. So they have a, a preemptive feeling mm. towards uh, devoting your life to a company and then being screwed at the end of it. Um, 
I mean, it's it's clear as day because most most people um, my age have many many jobs before they end up at their career job. Mm -hmm. Where back in the day, like my dad did not. He like had worked like three jobs his whole life, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't know. If you're this guy though, and you're reading through these comments now, you're pretty miserable. Yeah, because you, everyone's telling you you deserve more, and maybe he does deserve more, but. And and again, we don't know whether he got raises and bonuses throughout. Like, mm -hmm. but you also don't know why that's where he wants to be. Yeah, maybe. He what if this is exactly yeah. where he wants to be? You don't know, right? There's there's decisions that people make that might not be your decisions. Mm -hmm. It's a it's a difficult one, but. It's uh, it's interesting how it can become so flipped where he you have a clip that mm -hmm. he's I don't know if he's putting it out but like see he's writing on the thing it looks like he's putting it out so thankful loyalty pays off yeah he's it looks he's like it's his about. clip <laughs> yeah and then he got to go read all the comments after it goes viral mm -hmm. about like you're an idiot how dare you appreciate the thing yeah no this is <laughs> I don't no know good. they called him an idiot well, well their impl impl the implication is, is that is that don't celebrate this yeah you deserve better well mm -hmm. but, you, ex you should expect more but that would be different if he came out in the clip and said can you believe this look at what i get after 27 years unbelievable yeah. they're gonna give me some chocolates if he came out and said that and people then agreed with him and participated in that that'd be one thing but for him to come out on the positive side of it and then people to tell him you shouldn't be is different it's a little bit different now, I, I mean, it's obviously not simple. Hopefully, he's been rewarded in some as much as possible in other ways for that loyalty and consistency. Absolutely. But you get into this really weird one where what if Burger King gave him nothing? <laughs> no movie ticket, no nothing. Then there's no video clip. Then there's no criticism. It, it's a really... Mm. Do you think, think about um, do you think Burger King is going to look at this video and like talk amongst themselves like corporate? I think it probably escalated to that point. Yeah. And now they're probably going to outlaw those type of gifts like that. Mm -hmm. Because people are going to make videos and they're going to do one or the other. They're going to do like him mm -hmm. or they're going to or they're going to criticize it or whatever. And Maybe it's not even corporate. Maybe it's just the franchise. Oh yeah, yeah, just yeah. Wants to thank oh yeah, oh totally, totally. But they'll outlaw it. They'll be like, "Look, this was a mm. PR disaster for us. Mm. No more chocolates." Yeah. So very complicated scenario. Mm -hmm. Um, it's ultimately, I mean, it's ultimately up to the individual. If 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 this guy doesn't want to be there, or doesn't feel appreciated, or doesn't feel that it's a that the transaction is one he, he wants to partake in. Mm -hmm. Sure. <laughs> There's another restaurant across the street, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Toy Story, uh, Brazilian woman. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Brazilian woman fell in love with a rag doll her mother made uh, and reveals that they've welcomed a child together after getting married. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. How? 
These are all the questions you're supposed to ask when they post this. <laughs> Give me the answers. I want to know. This is very enticing. What is going on? Well, a a woman story. has revealed her extremely unusual path of settling down after falling in love with a rag doll who she's married and then had a baby with. Um, Marivone Roca Moraes, 37, from Brazil, met the love of her life after complaining to her mom about being single and having nobody to dance with. Go ahead, scroll, Will. She gave birth in just 35 minutes at home. <laughs> it's life size. Almost. Whoa. <laughs> 35 <laughs> minutes. So easy. Wrap it up. <laughs> you think Whoa. they look like... Mo, do they... Uh, Happy couple here. Yeah? <laughs> Happy couple. You think they're a good match? <clears throat> I like his hat. <laughs> oh I like God. his... Abs. <laughs> <laughs> oh... Okay, uh, go. This doesn't seem right, like, <laughs> for us to even talk about this. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, what? He's got a new mustache? Well, he, he grew the mustache for the wedding. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> oh, my God. She's, like, doing a speech or something. Yeah, at a wedding. That's what you do? At a wedding ceremony. There's quite a bit of people in the background. They gave... 250 people attended the wedding. Yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, she gave birth as well. At the wedding? Well, shortly after. Oh. Uh, oh, man. Yeah. I She's in scrubs. It only took 35 minutes. Is actually, there were no complications. With the delivery. Yeah, also how... <laughs> it seems like a prank. <laughs> One is not like the other. Two what? is not like the other. <laughs> not one, two, Will. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and hold on. This is the third picture oh, of no. 18. <laughs> oh no. <clears throat> Wait, she live streamed it? Go back, Will. He does it. He likes to. He, he likes to go swimming as well. While yeah. live streaming to an audience of two hundred people, you can see uh, him uh, swimming as well. I think, yeah. The wedding night. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Rose petals on the bed. <laughs> This is really sad, guys. <laughs> Why? She's happy. Why but is it also, sad? Like, obviously, she's suffering some delusion. <laughs> what? There's no way I'm alone here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! In public. There. This is the one I like, where he got wet. <laughs> <laughs> He's on a floaty. Yeah, that's the one I a like. Donut. So, yeah. Oh, so she go back, Will? She like faked a belly. Oh yeah. What do you mean fake? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, if you go back to the article, she's very upset if anyone says it's fake. Oh. Yeah, oh. she's very upset. So, what's his name? You better watch it. Yeah. What's the what's Stash's name? <laughs> I'm not calling him a guy. She gave birth in just 35 minutes at home. Yeah. 
anxiously awaited the offspring. Mm. All right. No name? Only a few months of dating. After only a few months of dating. (laughs) (laughs) This picture. Oh man, I don't know what to say. Yeah, well, I really don't know I, what to say. That was me when uh, when this was in the feed. That was that was me basically. I, was, I had to keep scrolling; like I couldn't look away. It was, it was. Uh, <laughs> so you're like, if you had to see it, we had to see it. It was hard. No, it was just you know, I don't know. We're in 2022. I, it feels like you can do whatever you want in 2022. Well, she found. I guess happy. He entered into in my life and way. it all made sense. The wedding was a wonderful day for me. Very important. Very emotional. It rained a lot, but it was wonderful. What are you doing over there? Nothing. This is your favorite photo? <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> <clears throat> the pair often. <laughs> The pair often goes out for meals together, but she said the only downside is he is quite lazy as he doesn't work. (laughs) (laughs) Is this for real? I don't know. No, this can't be this can't be real. I don't believe it. I can't. All right. Anyway, we got it. Yeah, we got it. Twenty twenty two. Trumpet becomes the first bloodhound to win the Westminster Dog Show, which I don't know if you knew this was going on or not, but it's never been a bloodhound win it. Mm. Oh, uh, really? Kirk's been watching this religiously. Uh, <laughs> this show has got to be one of the oldest things that's on TV. 146 years this contest has been going on. And they walk around, and you got the different dogs from the different classes, mm-hmm. and then one wins the overall Dog of Dogs. The best. Well, sorry, I'm still on that. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the one that won, and it's you're looking for the best example of the breed. Mm-hmm. It has to be these. They come, they exactly, check it out, yeah. they touch the ears, and they measure everything. Yeah. But they also have the agility course, right? But that's a separate for separate oh, breeds. Okay. Separate, yeah. Gotcha. So uh, hound, I'm assuming it's like smell tests and stuff like that, right? No. No, no. Oh, okay. No, it's, it, it has to be obedient to an extent, but it's more the physical... Oh, just the physical looks? For mm. for that portion. Interesting. The first couple days, there were agility courses and races and things like that, but then in those, they don't evaluate the look of the dog at all. No, just it's obedience, I assume. But I guess one of these hounds never, uh, never won before. Mm-hmm. And I guess so. This, I guess this is the best example of this hound we've ever seen. Yeah, very cute. And so you can scroll through and figure out uh, what you think of the best in show here. <laughs> have you? Uh, this might be. Uh, have you guys seen the um, all dogs breakdown on YouTube? The witch dog breakdown. All dogs breakdown. She like uh, it's this. Um, she's the lady who like hosts this event. And she broke down every dog that's allowed to enter. Oh, okay. No, I haven't seen that. And uh, it's a two-parter. It's, uh, I highly recommend it. So it's you're into a, this as well? Yeah. When I was like deciding on what dog I wanted, um, 
write all breeds of dogs. All dog breeds or something like that. Yeah, that's the one. So it was on Wired? Yeah, on Wired. Multiple parts. Part wow. two. There's two parts. Yeah. <clears throat> and cool. essentially, they, they tell you the, the dog breed and what they were uh, bred to do and what attributes they look for. It's really cool. It's yeah. kind of like an insight. Yeah. So anyway, look, there's your example. You can see the posture, the back, the tail. She holds the tail. Mm-hmm. And they compare it, I guess, and, and there's a little bit of open to interpretation, like the different judges like different things. It's very hard mm -hmm. how you uh, come to this conclusion. People spend a lot of time and money on this endeavor, getting their dog over there. Very so, calm, this one. Calm hound. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he knows he won, but... Uh, I'm sure he knows something. Way to go, trumpet. Way, way to go, trumpet. Way to go, Trump yeah, it. Congrats. Good job. Uh, so this one, this clip is titled, <laughs> Your Life Has Been a Lie. Or, yeah, Your Life Has Been a Lie. And then that's just the picture. Do you agree? Has your life been a lie? How would you put the, like, the, the foldy part? I feel like that would be annoying to put the foldy part through. Mm -hmm. And for audio listeners... So, so your life hasn't been a lie. Oh, it's showing two juice boxes. One of them has the straw placed in a fashion where the... Like normal. Pivoting point, the accordion the style bending part. bending part is at the top so that it can reach into your mouth without mm -hmm. tipping at all. Then the other one showcases, with a check mark beside it, the straw being placed in the other way around. So that the accordion portion, the bending portion, goes into the juice box, allowing the straw to reach into the far corner. Dude, that never occurred to me. And I'll probably never try this. Has your but, life been uh, a lie is the question. That's the important no, part. No. Because the name of this <laughs> clip is your life has been a lie, and then it's that photo. That's mm. the name of this clip. I don't think I was lied to. <clears throat> I assumed the bendy portion was for me not to put my head down to drink so that I could just... Well, you could also just move the... I understand. Do you? <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to move. It. But when you're in the juice box, do you ever have any left over at the bottom and you just throw it out anyway because you can't really get it out the corner? No, I usually maneuver the box. You squeeze? I don't squeeze, no. Some people squeeze. Some people do squeeze, which I think is very funny. <laughs> so anyway, you see the check mark beside this. It stirs you up. It mixes you up. Anything you've done mm -hmm. a lot and someone suggests you might have been doing it wrong. Right. You go crazy. Yeah, like they say you, you're supposed to open your can of like a can of pop and then spin the tab. That's right. And then oh, right. stick yeah, the yeah. straw through. and So it doesn't all these steps. Up. How dare they say these things? All these steps. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of, uh, what about cracking an egg or something like that? Oh, yeah. There's many ways it, to crack an so egg. So to do it a certain way. Really? Yeah. How do you guys do it? I don't know. How do you do it, Will? How do you crack I'm an not, egg? I'm definitely not doing it right. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've, you've been lied to. Well, supposedly My life has been there's like a way to hold it, and then you crack it on a flat table, okay. and it's supposed to crack perfectly. Um, yeah. There's like a technique to it. Do Are you a one-handed cracker? A, you're supposed to apply a little bit of pressure to it. Right. Yourself. Correct? Uh, what are we talking about? <laughs> there's no chef in here. Ain't so no this chef. is like a typical yourself, life guys. hack, right? 
Would you guys Well, we got to try, try it out. I mean, you got to try it out, figure out if your life's been a lie or not. But the green check mark is telling me that it has been a lie. So My you life. You got to try the Coke and the juice box. <laughs> we have a list. We have a list. Apparently, yeah. Right. Um, that does it, right? Okay. Are we out? Oh, yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah, that does it. Wonderful. Good times here today. Thank you very much for everybody who joined. Thank you for uh, anybody who gave us a super chat. Thank you to Mo. Thank you to Will. Uh, who knows? It's a wild world out there. Uh, tomorrow could be anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, today was healthy Coke. Tomorrow it might be... More. <laughs> healthy Jewel. No. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, they may have to get, figure out that band first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all yeah. they need to do is give themselves a TikTok trend that is completely healthy. We right. figured it out. We solved it. Ultra for the, healthy for the youth, it's for man. Wh- I wonder if anybody ever did that because you had those cigarettes, like the Pop- Popeye cigarettes, the which were candies. candies yeah. And when we were kids, whatever those were. <laughs> if somebody can figure out a way to do a thing you can smoke that's actually completely healthy. Mm-hmm. But but like it's not even what what am I doing right now? I'm trying to make a biz, I'm trying to do a business case for an inhalable that's healthy. Isn't it possible it's got like B12 in it? Mm. I don't know what I'm doing right now. Maybe. Anyway, get out of here. Let's get out of here. We'll see you uh, soon later.